This special episode of Theatre of the World has been brought to you by Dead Technology Memoirs, a new play being performed at La Mama for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's a black comedy about murder, obsession, legal recordings, time travel, pop music and number puzzles. Mark will be in it, Chris will be in it, it was written and directed by James and if you're at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in April, the 2nd to the 12th, 2015, come along and see this show. If you need any more information, or you want to book tickets, visit lamama.com.au. Mail Kim. Man Bites God presents Theatre of the World. Ladies and gentlemen, could you please uh, 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 make some sort of noise because we have to prove that this is live. So could you please welcome the first ever live Theatre of the World podcast. (laughs) All right, that's enough. Hey, hey. Pace. Pace yourselves. <laughs> Jesus, we got a lot of shit to get through. All right, Theatre of the World. This is where what we do is we have a podcast. It's, it's out there and we, uh, we take a topic and uh, then we just talk about it until people go... Please stop talking about it. Yeah, and There's luckily because we number of jokes. Yeah, we got a live audience, so now you can actually tell us when to stop talking about it. Yeah, uh, but please, please don't do that. Please welcome. <laughs> Chris Tompkins. Hello. Hi. Mark Woodward. Hi. Hello. And my name is James Hazelden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, James. Yeah, less, 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 less yeah. applause there. Yeah, yeah. They've already picked their favourites. <laughs> I hate that. Can I go? Can I start on a tangent? Don't you Why normally? <laughs> Isn't that the thing? I want to tell you this. This is the truth. I've never told anybody this before, but this is the truth. My father's favourite member of Man Bites God is Chris! <laughs> he helped my mother birth me out of her loins and yet, when he used to come and see Man Bites God, he would take me aside at the end and he would say, I'd say, how was it, Dad? With the hope of a child trying to impress his dad that we all have, Oedipoli, and... <laughs> And, and he would look at me and go, oh, it was really good. It was a really good show tonight. Oh, that Chris. <laughs> oh, that Chris. Oh, the way he stood there and did nothing <laughs> while you and Mark talked for a bit. And then pulled a face. And then pulled a face. Oh, genius. That, oh, why doesn't that boy have his own show? I spent years at mime school just to get that down pat. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, luckily, he's not here to hear that. Um, so, uh, the theme for this podcast is magic. Yeah. Yep, and magic. What, what we do at Theatre of the World is we start all the podcasts by bringing the audience into the world with a series of fact bombs that are read by our bass player. 
fact bombs. Now, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to get them. Why not? Well, yeah. Who, just show our hands, and it's okay if you don't, but show of hands, who listens to the podcast? Yeah. All right, what we want to okay. do is we want to get you guys to, to sing the theme song. <laughs> okay, so you're being recorded. So, so um, it's fact bombs. Ready? I'll count you in. One, two, three. Fact bombs, fact bombs. Mark's got a fact bombs. Very nice. Excellent. They all went the plural at the end. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> They've got hope mm. that there will be plural. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's Mark's got a fat bum. Mm. <laughs> I'm oh. overruled <laughs> by physics. <laughs> Magic fact bombs. Hello. Ah. Irvin Johnson Jr., better known as Magic Johnson, is a, for- <laughs> is a former basketball player who played for the LA Lakers. Not Orlando Magic, unfortunately. He... Because <laughs> no, that would have made it That's fair. It would have been very appropriate. Yeah. He was given the name Magic by a sports writer when he was 15, despite the belief of Johnson's mother, a Christian, that the name was sacrilegious. <laughs> I've, I've never noticed this. Until we've done this under stage lights. <laughs> but you look really proud when you deliver a fact bomb. <laughs> I've never clocked it. I've never seen your face no. in such defined light. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Both the Grateful Dead and the Velvet Underground were originally called the Warlocks. That's magical. On, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine if they both if they both been called the Warlocks, then they would have had to fight for the domain name. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Once again, I'm I want a favourite. Re- I want to. Re- <laughs> Chris is de- my dad's favourite member. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just mystifying. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know if he's heard it's the podcast. Fa- it just doesn't seem fair. Doesn't does seem it? right. Doesn't seem right or fair. I'm his son. <laughs> Fact bombs. Ice magic, <laughs> or. If you live in the USA, Magic Shell is an ice cream topping that sets hard when served. It's the combination of coconut and sunflower oil that's, and the subsequent higher concentration of saturated fats that means it sets at a much higher temperature than other ice cream toppings and sauces. It does not, as many people believe, on the internet, contain paraffin wax. <laughs> that's the thing. Everybody says it, it's got paraffin it wax. It is wine. They're very waxy. Well, that's, it's how, very waxy. Because everybody, it's like there's threads on forums devoted to this. And I've tried making a candle out of it and it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Just smells. Delicious. So, <laughs> it's a birthday cake. Yeah. You've made a birthday cake. <laughs> but everyone, yeah, all these people going, how, how, does, how does ice magic work? And people go, paraffin wax. And apparently not, according to Wikipedia. No, it works with magic. I mean, yeah, have, they, have they looked at the title? It's magic. It's not paraffin wax. Paraffin wax is real. Magic That's is Paraffin not. wax is science. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's favourite <laughs> member. Also not true is the, um, is the myth that uh, if you drink it straight out of the bottom, bottle, bottom, uh, <laughs> the bottom of the bottle, it will set on the back of your esophagus and kill you. <laughs> I was told that. I was told that when oh. I was a child. Don't, don't drink ice magic out of the bottle, otherwise it will go on the back of your throat and you'll die. When were you told about the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Always. All right, fine. Is that fact bombs? That's, oh, fact bombs. I normally say the name of the segment at the end of the segment as well. Fact bombs. Fact bombs. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> 
This audience is amazing. Thank you. That's very kind. Um, so magic, right? I was thinking about it, and this is the this is the story that that came into my brain. It's a short story, luckily. It was just something that my science teacher said to me once. I went to, to, to Melbourne High School and I was in year nine and there were two students in my class and one of them, the name was Tim Dick. <laughs> that was his name. Mm-hmm. And he was a really cool guy. He's from Mauritius. It was a Mauritian name. And he's a cool guy because he took ownership of that name like straight away. So like Dick, the guy's name is Dick. How's it spelled? D-I-C-K, no hiding behind it. It's Dick, it's called Dick, it's pronounced Dick. The guy, first day, stood up in the class, big Mauritian guy, and he says, my name is Tim Dick. (laughs) And then he looked around to see if anyone was gonna say anything about that. And nobody did. And three years later, he was elected SRC captain of the school. <laughs> captain Dick. Now, <laughs> now, that's funny in and of itself. <laughs> that could be enough. And he used to, he used to write, uh, just, again, ownership of the name. On his essays, he used to write his name, Tim Dick. <laughs> just in big letters. Uh, an amazing font. And that's fine. Look. The guy had an unfortunate name, but he owned it. It was great, right? Another guy in my class. Oh, no. His name was Jesse Beaver. (laughs) (laughs) And they were friends! (laughs) Dick and Beaver were friends. And they used to sit next to one another. And I remember my science teacher... Mr. James, for twas his name, <laughs> looking at them on the first day of school and saying, Dick and Beaver, it's going to be a magical year. <laughs> Segment, Chris, you've been very quiet over there. Yeah, well, um, I thought I'd come in with a classic a classic Chris segment. Oh, God. Uh, oh, are we going to sing? Do we sing? I use the website. I, I use the website. I use Google. I'm good with the Google. So, uh, so Chris's website? Chris's website. Correct. Right. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Chris's website. Oh, man. We could release an album of intros. No, they could release an album of intros. We could buy it. <laughs> so I did, I did quite a bit of research into magic because I, don't, don't, I actually don't know a lot about magic. I've seen magic. I've experienced magic. I've been a participant in magic. Uh, I never created magic, which is sad. Certainly um, not on, <laughs> on this show. <laughs> I mean, but I never realised how... Organ- <laughs> it was quiet, but it was funny. <laughs> I've never realised how organised the, the magician industry is. It's actually well organised. Well, like is, the mafia. Yeah, in a weird sort of way, like the Mafia. Okay. Um, the Australian side of Society of Magicians. I keep going to say musicians because that's... Because that's a real thing? Yeah. Because it's not insane? So you can go and you can have a look, you can join... Sorry to any magicians in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> you can go, you can learn, uh, you can experience and you can be a part of magic um, at magicians.org.au. It was founded in 1907. They didn't have the website at that time, but... <laughs> 
And you can go there. That is literally a society of mu- magicians. Oh, musicians. <laughs> magicians. Um, so uh, go there because yeah. you can join and you can go and you can be part of, uh, you can become a ma- magician there. There's also the Australian Institute of Magic. Now, I assume that both of these websites were just going to be Harry Potter related, but they have nothing to do with Harry Potter. In fact, they distance themselves from Harry Potter. Too successful. So I'd like to read to you. I'd like to read to you. Too all good, too popular. What the aims of the Australian Institute of Magic are. Okay. Okay. This is an organised organisation. <laughs> <laughs> they they aim to provide a well-equipped and friendly meeting place where magicians can actively discuss, practice, teach, and exchange new ideas, refine their acts, and encourage each other. <laughs> Free from taunts <laughs> <laughs> and references to Harry Potter. <laughs> they discourage the willful, ex- willful exposure of magic secrets <laughs> through poor performance or deliberate revelation. Ooh. Yeah. What is a deliberate revelation? Is that thinking about something and working it out? So they encourage ignorance. No, they, they just don't want you to tell people. They don't want you to show people how the trick is done. This is part of their aims, is to make sure that magic is Why have they said it like mysterious. that then? Like spontaneous revelation? Because it's, it's... Why can't they just say what you said? It's a business plan. All right. <laughs> they endeavour to credit inventors and creators of magic effects, principles and presentations and respect their rights. Mm. They uh, aim to be honest and ethical in all business dealings with clients and fellow performers. This is a well-organised organisation, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier. They want to produce magic inventions. They want to promote the art of magic. They want to produce magic shows and events is similar. They want to provide hospitality to visiting magicians. All right? Well, I, want be, I want a million dollars. All right? <laughs> they want to discourage gossip, bickering, and unethical behaviour within the magic community. Just within the magic community. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere else. And also... A narrow focus. <laughs> and finally, they wanted to, to, to discourage the blatant copying of effects, principles, and presentations, especially used in a commercial context or marketed to the magic community. Now, this is, this is amazing. This is like the most encouraging, Why? supportive. They've, they've got some plans. It's, it's more organised than the comedy world. And I would argue more organised than the music industry. Well, that's not hard. <laughs> it's, but so, I, can I read to you? I was going to try and get everybody to read this at the same time. It's impossible because this is a tiny iPad. But this is the magician's oath. What? This oath is 2,400 years old. The Magician's Oath. As a magician, I commit to the promise to never reveal the secrets of magic to a non-magician. I promise never to perform any illusion for any non-magician without first practicing the effect until I can perform it well enough to maintain the illusion of magic. I can perform it... uh, I shall respect the art and magic of fellow magicians. I swear to uphold the Magician's Oath. It's a dignified organisation. And organised. And because there isn't an oath for comedians, I wrote one. There's no way that's 2,400 years old. 2,400 years old. Look, I read it on the internet. <laughs> Are you suggesting to me that something might be inaccurate on the internet? It's like, it's just like the, there weren't like conjurers at, at parties 2,400 years old. All right, I've got a history of magic for you later on. We'll, we'll get to that. That's 2,000 years old. So All right, well, that's it. Last live podcast. Look, <laughs> Chris, Chris can barely stand up to scrutiny when it's just us, all right? <laughs> Let alone intelligent people. <laughs> Leave that shit at the door. 
I'm okay. sorry, Chris. You can you keep burbling? Just to nonsense. <laughs> just to answer the heckler. Jesus. Um, the Greek father of modern magic was Charlatatis. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. It was Charlatatis. No, you are kidding. Uh, no, no, no. You can look it up. Look it up. You, you may not know that you're kidding, but you are kidding. <laughs> so I, I want to go sit with the hecklers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here is my oath for comedians, because it's a comedy festival, right, at the right. moment. So yeah, sure. You know, as far as you know, comedy. <laughs> it's probably a comedy festival somewhere in the world. If you're listening to this podcast at another point in time, uh, so you've just <laughs> you've got to remember. Yeah, during the normal podcast, I can't get away with a cheesy look at the audience <laughs> to say, "Look how fucked Chris is being." <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy that while I can. So I'm going to do it twice more. <laughs> just watch. Just watch for it. Time it. Uh, as a comedian, I maybe commit to try a bit not to steal the jokes of another comedian unless I'm somewhat more successful than the other comedian and there's no way they can prove they wrote the joke. <laughs> then all bets are off. <laughs> I will try to respect the art of comedy and not just default to easy laughs using expletives or overused themes such as airline food, the war of the sexes, or making fun of the suburb slash state slash country of origin of my audience members. Unless I'm performing in fucking Frankston, then all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Frankston. <clears throat> I will attempt to refresh my material more regularly and acknowledge that references to Michael Jackson's skin colour, the stupidity of George W. Bush, or the social media network MySpace are giving me away. <laughs> I will also not comment on recent tragic events and when the audience response is bad, automatically default to the phrase, too soon. <laughs> I swear to uphold the comedian's oath or whatever. Other than... <laughs> Other than that, all bets are off. It's <laughs> good. There are quite, quite a number of comedians out of business. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to list them, but we're in public. That's uh, Chris's website. It's good. Well done. Well done. Oh, thank you very much. Yipes. Spark? Well, I've in, in, in the past had a segment um, called Mark's Wheel. Yes. Um, Never had a theme song. Did it? Chris did that, but I don't think he ever remembered it. Nah. Um, no. <laughs> but luckily, this isn't Mark's wheel. This isn't Mark's wheel. So I, I make up a do, new one. I was okay. going to do Mark's wheel, but it's too hard to get the wheel here. It's a very small theatre. Yeah, um, sure. So, so we're, it's we're a going, big wheel. It's yeah. A very big wheel. Usually, so what, we record in a bingo hall. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I, what I've instead got is uh, Mark's game show. Oh. Mm. Should I think of a theme? Should you think of a theme? Someone should think of a theme. Should, should the audience just spontaneously think of a theme? Oh, that sounds dangerous. Let's try it. All right. For, for no reason at all, when I, when I count a three, sing a theme to the new segment, Mark's Game Show, no pressure, there are no wrong answers. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> that is it. That's, that's better good. than anything Chris has come up that's with. <laughs> can I... Can I can I say, uh, when we go back to just doing this in a room, that's going to be a fucker to repeat. <laughs> Good one. So it's a, the title of tonight's game show is Wizard or Magician? <laughs> <laughs> it's just you look so proud. Uh, I'm proud. Right, right. 
a great game show. It's a great game show. Where, are, are we contestants? Yes. You, right. you and Chris are contestants. Are we playing against one another? Uh, no. Yeah, yes, you are. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. And How do we answer? Do we have buzzers? Uh, yeah. No, because I'm going to ask you questions individually. Okay, oh, good. No, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Right. We don't, we pressure's don't have off. Buzzers. No, pressure's it's off. It's a talk show. Right. Is oh. it me first? Uh, yeah, why not? Um, so, 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 the what, what, so with a lot of sports people, they have nicknames. Yeah. Um, some people um, who are sports people are called like the magician. Yeah. And some people are called the wizard. And I have a list of people who are called the wizard or the magician. <laughs> uh, Did you just look up the one sports page before we hit stage tonight? <laughs> and the. <laughs> Does it so, matter that I can see your page? <laughs> Uh, probably, probably not, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, Should we have a member of the government here? <laughs> no, go on. So, um, so I'm going to read out some people, and you have to tell me whether they are a wizard or a magician. Okay. Okay. Um, American poker player... Poker's sort of a sport. American <laughs> poker player Bobby Hoff. Wizard or magician? Wizard. Correct. Come on! Yeah. One for one. One for one. Do you know why? Why? Don't know. Just guessed. Chris? Yes. <laughs> Belgian mountain bike trial cyclist, Kenny Belay. <laughs> Wizard or magician? <laughs> you don't, you what's that? <laughs> what was that? Chris, you have not understood the premise. <laughs> Wizard. Incorrect. He's Good. A, he's the, no, it's the magician. Why did it sound like you pressed a sheep? <laughs> I've got tiny sheep in my jeans. No points. <laughs> Minus ten points. Yeah, for good. Being stupid. Yeah, tiny. Polish professional billiards trick shot artist and entertainer. Yes. Bogdan Wolowski. Magician. Incorrect. Ah, oh, fuck He's you. He's known as the wizard. I debate that. I have no idea, but it doesn't sound You said right you could see my paper. You I know, I'm not looking <laughs> at your paper anymore. By the way, we're playing against each other. Yeah. Why are you debating yeah. a decision that's putting you in front? Why is he pressing buzzers when we don't have them? <sighs> I'm just helping. He doesn't listen. Never listens. Chris? got to pull the yes. hat up over his ears. Now, there's a, there's a clue in this one. Right. Iranian-American poker player and stage magician, Antonio Esfandiari. Magician? Correct! Alright! So what was the clue? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Chris is now my favorite member <laughs> of Man Bites Guy. Jason now now this is a hometown boy. This is hometown. one by the way, one all. In one case all. we need tension. Yep, okay. this um, with this I guess is sort of a tiebreaker, I guess. No, good, whatever. Um um, uh, so, so Australian Australian guy Yeah Australian darts player Yeah Simon Whitlock Wizard or magician Wizard Correct uh, Glory I guess I, I don't know how to no, feel no, no. Well Chris has got one more so Ah fuck Alright Okay <laughs> Could be I assume you have a tiebreaker question Uh oh Assume away Uh oh <laughs> Canadian squash player Jonathan Power Wizard or magician? Uh, um, magician. Correct! Oh, no. Everybody wins. I don't have a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of Mark's game show. 
everybody gets a medal day. Hey, <laughs> you guys like singing theme songs? Let's sing this one. This is James's list of things. One, two, three, four. James's list of things. James's list of things. James has got some things to list. Ding. Someone was singing a counter melody that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well was done. that you? Yeah. Nice. Never heard the podcast before? Front row. <laughs> this must be absolutely mystifying. <laughs> just wandering off the street. Just, oh, that looks warm. Um, James's list of things. Five, yeah, usually it's ten. Five things that would be better for a magician to say instead of ta-da. <laughs> I hate ta-da. Yeah. I hate that. It's like people who go woo at a party, like it's the lamest, saddest thing in the world. Ta-da. <laughs> I won't have it. And I've thought of five alternatives for them to do with that. And the first one, <laughs> the first one is. So you got to imagine in your minds. I've done a magic trick. Yeah. And then I do this. I point to it and I go. There you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Good, I like it. <laughs> two. Fear me, puny humans. It's two. You, you, you can see why there are only five, right? Okay. <laughs> Three. The thing that wasn't there is there now or something different. <laughs> Four. Illusion completed. Press one for more illusions. <laughs> it's just saying it's better than ta-da. And finally, and my favourite thing to say that magicians say instead of ta-da is this. Fuck you, mum and dad. I don't want to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. James's list of things. Thank you. <laughs> That's a very good list. Thanks. You got anything else? Yeah. Go. Uh, it was something I missed out when I was talking about the website, but also did everybody know that there is a Melbourne Magic Festival? I didn't know that. No. You know, I would have gone to the Melbourne Magic Festival. The MMF. Time. They're pretty. Um, they're obviously pretty organised, but they don't know anything <laughs> about publicity. Um, what I noticed, it's running from this year, 2015. It's in Melbourne, running from June 29 to July 11. So you should get along to that, I think. Um, uh, and, and, and on the website, apparently, one of the special guests is world-famous magician, Ronald McDonald. What? Yeah. <laughs> it actually is Ronald McDonald, one of the special guests. But he's not a magician. He's the world's favourite magical clown. Yes. Is he magical? I think he's yeah, he magical he was in the a magical description. Clown, yeah, yeah, but he was a clown. Yeah, do yeah. clowns do magic? Get him into to use the art of deception to th make you think you're eating food when you're eating shit. <laughs> that's that's what he does. That's his magic trick. It's my next. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Is there still one more to go? I got one more. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Yes, so and was that? Well, that's it. Yeah, I was just wanting to let you all know about sure. the magic festival. What happened? Happening though? from well, magicians go there and they they just talk about it. magic, they engage in magic, and they wow the crowd with magic for like twelve days. <laughs> yeah, for like twelve days, there are a lot of magicians, and I've seen photos of them, and they're all a bit scary. So, by the way, a, a festival only runs three hours. It just feels like 12 days. It's 12 days. And at the end, you all get into a cabinet. <laughs> yeah, disappear. You just all, that's it. The end. 
<laughs> I have a segment. Cool. Yeah, go Do you mind? No. This one's, this one's tricky. I don't know if the audience will remember this one. Do, uh, just show of hands, how many people remember the Advice for Young People theme song? It's tricky. I think I did it once or twice. Do you remember it? Uh, you wrote it. Yes, I think I did. This do. may have to be me and Mark. I've got it on my phone. No, no. Feel, free to, <laughs> feel free to join in uh, if you wish, but we'll, we'll do this one. Ready? One, two, three. Advice, advice for young people. Oi. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Not surprised they didn't remember that. This has nothing to do with magic. Well, it sort of has something to do with magic. Um, advice to young people. I'm an old person. Some people are young people. Right. The information goes from me to them. Some people are middle-aged people. They can, whatever. A lot of people are having children against my instructions. <laughs> and they, they ask me, what should I name my child? James, what's a good name for a child? Here is a good name for a child. Voltron. <laughs> Voltron is a great name for a child, but it's only a good name for a child if you do this. You have to teach the child to speak about itself only in the third person. <laughs> and then on the first day of school, they're reading out the role, Billy, here. Stacy, yes. Voltron. Voltron is present! <laughs> I want there to be an upsurge in the name Voltron. That's all. And what's good about that is that people will, will take this on. Now, use the name Voltron. And then, 20, 30 years from now, you'll be like, ah, oh, Voltron. That was a big name in the mid-2010s like Luke <laughs> was in the 70s. I mean, I, I feel there's some tension. Yeah. <laughs> but great idea makers have always felt this kind of tension. Sure. I'm okay to weather this. You're yeah. a maverick. I'm a maverick. Everybody's, oh, I don't know about this, it's going on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll all go home and have children and name them Voltron. <laughs> I feel confident about that. Okay. I do as well. Do I get a slight look at the audience? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Chris is everyone's favourite. Yep. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anything left? No. Nope. Anything left? Let me close it off. Okay, look, um, we just want to say thank you so much. Thank you. For thank coming you. along uh, to this bizarre experiment. We've never done this before, so we just thought, oh, this will be nice. Uh, we're at La Mama uh, doing a play called Dead Technology Memoirs, and um, uh, if you're uh, alive uh, during the 2015 Melbourne Comedy Festival, come along and see it. Um, we just want to say thank you so much for, uh, for coming and, uh, along and just, you know, watching three idiots talk goo. Uh, we, uh, we really uh, appreciate it. Can we have one more round of applause? Please for Chris Tompkins. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mark Woodward. Thank you. James Hazelden. Thank you very much for coming. Good night. Good night. Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. That's my favourite moment. <laughs> I love that moment when the audience goes, well, we can't clap forever. Yep. <laughs> and they don't have any music, yep. which would cover this up. And they're between us and the door. <laughs> what happens now? <laughs> I love that. Thank you again. We'll open the door. Thank you. <laughs>
This is Man Bites Dog. 